Is Christopher Columbus Weevil Underwood? Mm. I don't know. Did I sail the ocean blue yeah, tits? Yeah, they were on a boat too. They were on a boat. Right? That's when he did. That's right. And and he was like, I stole the rules, and he was like proud of it, and he wrote about it in his fucking journal, just like Christopher <laughs> Columbus. It's me, Christopher Columbus. The ultimate perfect great moth was my boat. <laughs> ah, it all links. It all links. <laughs> What are we jam-packed full of, Joe? Podcast. Welcome to Overwitch. Jelly. The answer's jelly. Okay. I'm sorry. Wow, okay. (laughs) Um, Welcome to Jellycast. We're here to talk about your favorite jams, favorite preserves now. (laughs) Fellas, I need to know. Can I talk about apple butter? You know, I'll allow it. I know that's a bit of a departure, especially for episode one, but I'll allow it. Go ahead. Tell me about apple butter. Okay, hold on. Joe, you did this. This is your yes and shit, okay? This is your yes and shit. I, I didn't know he was going to get up and walk away from the computer. Okay, so this this jar of apple butter that I have is a net worth, not weight, Are of you going ounces. to just read nutrition facts to me? Serving size is one test boop. Serving per container is about 26. This and there's boop. 25 calories. <laughs> well known. Total fat is zero guh. Saturated fat is og. Trans fat is oog. Cholesterol's omg. Sodium is zero. Oh my god. There's a lot and of. Is this water? It sounds like it might be water. Total carbohydrates. It just has no nutritional seven, values. Seven, seven <laughs> like... Dietary fiber is zero. Uh oh. Sugars is six. So this is just carbs and sugars. Yeah. Well, and that's all the time we have for today. Um, are you still looking at the jar, Ray? Yes. What do you do with apple butter? You put it on bread. I regret Jellycast. I've <laughs> never been this prepared for Jellycast. That's why Jellycast only has one episode. <laughs> Welcome to Overwitch. It's a gaming podcast where your three best friends catch you up on Overwatch and then talk about some other video game. I'm your best friend, Joe. Best friend, T, over here. I'm your best friend, Ray. Fellas, tell me what's going on in that wonderful world of Overwatch these days. So, I want to start with a reading. This is the art book that they released, and to celebrate the anniversary, I wanted to read about Eichenwald to you. Okay, okay. Early in development, the Overwatch team had ideas for two different maps. One was a lush, bright green environment that wasn't in a bustling city. The other was a location centered around a classic castle. The team merged these ideas into Eichenwald, an old German castle and village village overgrown with plant life. Nice. We could have had a nice green map. Instead, we got this castle. It is very green, and that's one of my it's, favorite things about Eichenwald. Yeah, I know. It's green and lush. It's nice. But we could have had two maps. Mm, neither one of them would have been as special. We have so it's many true. castles now. Hey, the anniversary is happening. Happy birthday. Time to... Yeah, happy birthday, Overwatch. Happy birthday, Overwatch. That's my party favorite noise. 
counts as a lot of noise. really good. <laughs> it's a recycled noise. Let's just let's just look at the elephant. Wow. Make one. Uh, yeah. Rah! It's like Here, okay. It's like a joyous one. grump. A joyous grump's like party. Oh no, I meant a party noise, not a Joe noise. Anyone can say oof. <laughs> I didn't true. call you grump, Joe. Uh, <laughs> like that's a party noise, right? Like. Don't people get excited about parties? <laughs> I haven't been to a party in a long time. I don't know if that's Me obvious. neither. <laughs> so the Overwatch anniversary um, is, you know, Overwatch being like, hey, if you missed out on all the amazing skins and all the amazing things that we offered at very small intervals of time, here's your chance to get whatever you missed, whatever you want, and to, mm-hmm. you know, break into the next cycle of Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty awesome. They gave us new skins, new dance moves, new emotes. And like I said before, you're able to access all the ones that you have missed throughout the year. and From the very beginning of Overwatch. Um, although they don't include the, uh, the skins that you could earn with uh, Twitch points, which I've noticed. Yeah. Like you, you know, those aren't uh, a part of the thing, but it's still something to be excited about. Um, on uh, actually, let's talk about those skins. Uh, what what skins really, or what uh, new aesthetics really like hit it for you? Well, out of the because when you when you loot when you open up the game during the anniversary, you get an, a legendary loot box for the anniversary, which guarantees that you get a legendary anniversary skin. Um, I got one of the new ones. I got the Brigitte Riot Police skin, which I am oh, lucky. Okay, both of you had that reaction. I'm like not into it at all. I'm not, but you got a new one. That's the lucky part. I love that skin. I think it's so fun. I think it's so... It it reminds me of, like, toy police car. Yeah. It just looks super fun to me. I I just think, like, oh, like, you stand out a lot. And, like, I don't know. I I just just love uh, a a different kind of way to look at Brigida. Because Mm -hmm. hers is totally, like, knight and shield. But now she's got the riot police officer look. Which I didn't expect or see coming, and that yeah. really hits it for me. Super yeah. poppy and appeasing. One thing that I really didn't see coming was the gargoyle skin for Winston. Oh, so good! It is so excellent. It is the first Winston <sighs> skin that I'm like, that's a good skin. It completely changes him. He has, like, horns. He's got, like, a stone face, and he he looks really sick. Um, mm-hmm. I will definitely be picking that up if, I don't, if I'm not lucky enough to Pop get that. it in a box. And I feel like that skin particularly, uh, I, uh, with every character, really, I'm waiting for that one skin that makes it a different character. And that yeah. totally makes Winston a different character. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and speaking of skins that make people a different character, <laughs> the one for Roadhog is kind of oh. disturbing. It's my favorite. It's called Toxic. Um, and it, it, he looks like Britney Spears. Yeah. It's beautiful. He looks exactly like Britney Spears. See, I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure they changed all of his voice lines out for just that stinger in Toxic. They got Britney to voice Roadhog for Oh, cool. I didn't know that. All right. I will have to pick it up so I can hear that. Hey, can somebody give me a Britney Spears doing a Roadhog voice line, please? I think that's on you, right? I think that's, yeah, you open that can, you eat that can. Um, uh, okay, wait, uh, so, what's a Roadhog line? Uh, I'm a one-man apocalypse. I, I don't know what Britney Spears sounds like. 
That's also wow. one of Roadhog's lines, and you said it exactly in her voice, which I is don't... like really, really <laughs> ideal. Um, no, what what this skin actually looks like is that he's all in like, I like a like, Bioshock like diving suit kind of. He looks like a sewer boy, um, and my favorite part is his helmet because it's a skull, and then inside it of the dome helmet is green liquid and a skull with some tusks. So I'm not even, is it a hog? So I'm guessing that it's like really unhealthy, right? So this skin looks like it definitely has a lot of, uh, you know, unhealthy qualities, like the toxic, uh, uh, that, that it literally melted the flesh off his face, leaving the skull, which is kind of interesting because it's like, is this our look at Roadhog without a mask? Yes. No. This is <laughs> no. This is not what Rodolfo <laughs> well, looks like. Well, he's not wearing a, mask. a skeleton mask. They took away all of his flesh, which is like his biggest thing, and they replaced it with green toxic goo. Also, there's a shutoff valve on his belly button, yeah. which makes you imagine that if you pulled out that little valve, like a bunch of goop would <gasps> fall out of it, and it would be really gross and bad. Also, his hook is also filled with the toxin, and where the hooky part of it, where the sharp part of the hook is, where he, that gets jammed into people, is actually a syringe, which is also pretty spooky. <laughs> it's Oh yeah, no, you're right. It's all in all a really um i mean it's definitely an interesting take i it's it's creepy which i like but like i don't know that i'm gonna want to play as it because it's too creepy for me here's the thing you're not playing as roadhog you're playing as the liquid yeah or something and like i I don't know again like i think it's very imaginative and very cool it is not for me i need it in my life but i like roadhog maybe the skin is for roadhog haters I also wanted to give an honorable mention to an epic skin that if you don't have as many coins lying around, but you maybe want to pick up something cool. I really like the new Widowmaker skin called Electric. Mm. It is yes. very striking. She has like stark blue hair, um, and it's 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 a really good look. Uh, I would. That's my top pick from the Epic Pool. Terrence. Um. So I'm gonna start off with my top pick from the Epic Pool, and I'm gonna go with Sombras and. For obvious reasons. It's yellow. Oh, it is yellow. And okay. It's, yeah. And I love that. I love that. I don't really know what their whole purpose for making that a new anniversary skin. Because it doesn't seem to be like, oh, this is new and rad and in mm-hmm. your face. But it's very nice. I like it. I, I think they it would have been it for you. much more acceptable as just a skin that she had. Because it's not that crazy. But I do really like it. And I would like to have that skin. But when it comes to legendaries, first off, I really love Diva's skin. Diva mm-hmm. has enough skins. She mm-hmm. definitely has enough skins. She does not need another amazing skin. But you know what? They gave her one anyway. And it's freaking awesome. It's really good. I love everything about it. I feel like out of all of them, this this sums up in my head what Diva is the yeah. most. I in really one, love it. one full skin. It's very Persona. And I love the Gundam yeah. look of the mech. Yeah. It's mm. good stuff. And uh, the last skin that I really want to mention is... Um, Doomfist carbon fiber, really good skin. I love, I like it a lot. I think it, it strikes me as another one of those skins that I was like, man, that'd be really cool if it was just there and mm-hmm. you could just get it. But it's super cool. Most of the, and they do a really good job with most of the car- carbon fiber skins. And although it's an epic skin, and it looks like an epic skin, it's definitely one of my top epic skins. I'm, I'm like, oh, that's that's a really good skin. I I like it better than actually his talent skin. Believe it or not. 
I was a little underwhelmed. I felt like the Doomfist carbon fiber just isn't as cool as a lot of the other carbon fiber skins. Well, a lot of his body isn't made... Um, you know, he doesn't have a yeah. lot of that carbon well, armor like, that can be turned I think carbon fiber. Riggs, if I'm not mistaken, her Riggs eyes are, like, really blue in the carbon fiber skin, and they don't, like, his eyes are just regular. Um, regular. Regular. Uh, but it is it is cool. <laughs> it is cool to give him a, a... He needs a Sith skin, so... Yeah. That's fine. I guess... Oh, I will say this. I didn't want to make an honorable mention. I want to say this. I'm not a big fan of May's skin, but, like... I, I said it to Ray a bunch of times. She thick. And I think that's cool. I mean, she got a skin that isn't winter wear. Mm-hmm. Finally. But also, I'm kind of like, okay. She's like a, she right, looks like, like an employee at like a Froyo place or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. she, yeah, for sure. It is really cute. but And like a lot of people are really into it. But I, yeah, I'm not I'm one of my favorites. Not one of my favorites. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Ray, what do you, what do you think, Ray? Hmm. I mean, I, I said it first and foremost, that Toxic skin is very good. Gargoyle's really fun. I really like Midnight Diva a lot. I just really like the the, the blackish gray with the pink. It just, I just really like it. That's my honorable mention. But yeah, um, honestly, I'm not that overwhelmed by the, the new skins this year. Um, sorry. Really? Like, not even Gargoyle? <laughs> yeah, I'm... The, gargoyle and Toxic are my favorite. And Electric. Yeah. Um, I do like them, they just don't... It's gonna be harder and harder for them Some, to, like, yeah. have stuff that's gonna blow us away, because yeah. there's so much yeah. good stuff in there. Um, but, like, I think Gargoyle did a good job of, of being surprising. Yeah. And Toxic did, too. I'm, I'm a little just... I'm a little too creeped out by it, but it, it's really good. But yeah, that, that those are the skins. But I do want to talk about some of the emotes that we got. Yeah. Okay. This is also the most important part of the year because it's your time to buy all of the dances for all of the characters. Make sure you get them all because you need to be able to dance whenever you're playing this game. It's very important. Speaking of which, there are three new dances for the three new characters. Yeah. Line don't dance. be the lame that can't dance. You know. Seriously. Like think about it. You got a line dance for Ash, you got the confa dance for Baptiste, and of course, importantly, is the hamster dance for Wrecking Ball. Easily the best out of the new three. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, they're fun. Go check them out. This has been Dance Watch. Dance Watch is complete. I, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit bummed with the line dance. I kind of wish it was like... An exact mirror of McCree's or something like that, but it, it like ends, like it ends after. Yeah, a she short poses. Time. Yeah, she, that really was a, that was my concern when I was talking to Ray about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't feel dancey enough to me. I feel mm-hmm. like, like I get it, but even Doomfist kind of gets loose and weird with it. You yeah, know? yeah. So I want to mm-hmm. see that out of Ash. Like I get it, she's got a persona, but she could, it could be a smooth persona. It could be a smooth dance. I will say there's one glaring oversight. They still don't have an eight ball skin for uh, Wrecking Ball, and I'm still upset about it. I really thought it was going to come with the well, how anniversary. Many, how many months has it been yet, though? That I mean, well, I originally thought it was going to come out with Halloween last year. Yeah. And it didn't. They gave him the jack o' lantern. I'm like, okay, it'll come out. I mean, of that that's easier. You know, they had to give. What they're gonna give that the second year, Joe? Really, jack o' lantern for him second year? Then they better do the eight ball this year at Halloween. That's all I'm saying. Here's a here's a theory. <laughs> Does Disney own the magic eight ball? Uh, 
I'm you know just gonna what? say no because I just don't. I just don't think that they. Oh, no, they don't because there was a magic eight ball and it was an important part at the beginning of the Shazam movie, which is oh, DC okay. and not Disney. That's DC's. <laughs> okay, all right. Thank you for for disproving that theory. I don't know. It just it's just such wow, a glaring. Wow, what a travel, Joe! What a travel! <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> it's such a glaring omission. It's just yeah. Magic eight ball. I'm certain. I'm starting to get legitimately literally... upset. Unless they're thinking about releasing another spherical hero, which they might. I don't know. But his his pod is number eight. Like it's, it's right there on it. Come on. Do you think they thought it was too obvious? Maybe they want to make a mechanic that, like, instead of the robot talking, the little magic thing says what he's trying to say. In sure. The... That's that good, too. Work. Yeah. I guess. Mm, maybe. <laughs> Whatever. That'd be awesome. Really hard to see. Really hard to, like, notice during a yeah, fight. Yeah, I'm but... sure that that's not what they're doing. <laughs> that can't what be else is new suck. about Overwatch Anniversary? What came with this patch, y'all? The workshop is here in all its glory. We have not had a chance to, like, put our hands on it and make anything with it yet. But one of the cool additions... Well, there are two new game modes in the arcade right now, along with all the old ones kind of cycling through on a daily basis all the event-limited ones. Uh, one of the new ones is the eight-person free-for-all deathmatch, but it's mirrored, so everyone is just placed on the same character, which is interesting. But a cool new game mode that came specifically out of the workshop is the Hero Gauntlet, which is uh, it's it's just like gun game on older first-person shooters, if you've ever played like that, anything like that. So you start as, a, as McCree, and then there's a set list and every time you kill somebody, you immediately respawn as the next hero on the list. And whoever gets the last kill or gets a kill with the last hero first wins. And the last hero is... I'm not going to spoil it. It's it's really tight. It's it's a fun game mode, I would say. What do you guys it think? It is. I liked it. Um, it. It has that air of mystery where you have to adjust to a new hero, but you have to adjust right away. Immediately, yeah. And it's, I liked it a lot. It's also and... interesting because getting a kill instantly refills your health because you yeah, yeah. completely reset as a new character. Completely throws me off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I, I like did it. that where I, Hanzo and I killed each other and I was Junkrat and he died from my bombs and I immediately came back as someone else instead of being in the death screen. Nice. So that was fun. Ugh. Overwatch is, is still okay, y'all. <laughs> Overwatch still a good game. <laughs> Some and people got worried. Some people are worried that it's it's starting to to die down a bit. But I think the workshop is, and I think this game mode is yeah. proof is going to absolutely breathe new life into it if it needed it. Um, yeah, it's 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 fun. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's the the, the anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Overwatch. That's Overwatch. <laughs> Except we still have to talk about a challenge. See? Look at you. Jumping. Jumping. He doesn't want to talk okay. about Overwatch anymore. Uh, why not? No, I don't want to talk about my challenge. Yeah. So, we had a challenge called Heroes Never Die, where all of us had to play... We had three games to try it, as we do with all of our challenges. And we had to play in quick play and try to get through a game without dying. And we all had specific characters set to us. So, my character was Bastion... Ray was Terrence, and Terrence... Ray was Terrence. I was Terrence. It was, it was Terrence. And Tracer was Roadhog. You spoiled uh, it. 
New unlockable character. You have to lock Roadhog's at the top. <laughs> Roadhog's at the top. Ravis Tracer and Terrence is Roadhog. How did you all fare? I fared poorly. Mm-hmm. I... I don't like not dying in the game because it feels selfish and self-preservation doesn't always win games. Yeah. And that's what really got me with Tracer. It If I pursued a little more and maybe died, I could have... I, I could have turned the tides on at some points, yeah. but I knew I had to recall and live. Um, I still didn't beat the challenge, unfortunately. Freaking I did die. Not as easy as I anticipated. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was going to be a really easy challenge, but I definitely didn't mm-hmm. think it would be impossible. Well, I, I really liked the fact that we did try to live because it makes us think of... It made me think of how to use Tracer and her recall... Not more efficiently, but sparingly, which is not really a way I see Tracer, because I see her zipping around being very annoying, and then disappearing with her recall, and then coming back five seconds later and doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So, did you, you didn't manage to get through a game without dying. What was your, did you keep track of, like, how many deaths you had? The least deaths I got was two. Okay. Not bad. I did, that, that was game three. Not bad. Um... Yeah, it was on Eichenwald, mm-hmm. and I, I there was one point where I jumped off the bridge because I was about to die, and then my recall came back, nice. and I managed to come back. Very good. What about you, T? I also failed the mission. Uh, mm-hmm. I was using Roadhog. Roadhog is a preservy boy, but also it's just really selfish for you not to be the first one dead when you're the tank. It's just like... <laughs> very odd and i think people were getting frustrated but i also got commendation uh mm-hmm. because yeah, i got a lot of like, endorsements man this guy is so hard to like kill yeah and so the first time it was on dorado and i didn't get a single death until the very last little uh oh. around the corner to make it to the thing and oh. then i died four times i'm like you guys ah <laughs> oh, i was so di- i was so disappointed because our our uh arisa decided you know what i'll use zarya that's what our team needs yeah. A switch. Mm. We're winning, and and I should switch. And it's yeah. like, oh, how could you? But um, the lowest amount of deaths I got were four, and I really, I really tried it, dude. But <laughs> it just did. It just every time I had it, I look around and my team's dead, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense because I, mm-hmm. I didn't protect the. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I, I died. So <laughs> crappy mission, but you know it happened, and. I, all I learned from from that and Roadhog is that dude get in front of your team. So <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah. I I really ran into the problem of solo queuing and playing a DPS hero. <laughs> yes, you did. Ah, yes, you did. Uh, to the point that like, like people thought I was trolling because I was playing Bastion. So like the tank would switch to a DPS. It's like good. That's what oh. we need. Um. The first game that I played, Ray was actually helping me, uh, was on Mercy. On accident. <laughs> and we defended on Payload, which should be, like, the best situation for ba- for Bastion. I got over a dozen deaths. Uh, we got You cl- died as soon as we, we walked out I was out there. dead more often than I was alive. We got It's true. <laughs> I didn't have enough reses for you. I really didn't. The second game I played on my own... Uh, I got it was attack payload and I got four deaths which I was like not happy about and then I played a game on control which this is the closest I got to no deaths because the first round I got four and it was 
bad news bears and i was like this i can't wait for this game to be over and then the second two <laughs> rounds i didn't die at all and basically carried us to victory ah uh, nice so didn't die at all That's crazy, <laughs> i didn't die at all in the I second like... two rounds if those two had been first i wouldn't have gotten any deaths <laughs> nice so i think that uh we all learned something yeah don't be selfish it's okay to die don't use passion Joe, what are uh, you, no, toxic? Okay, fine, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was going right, to say I learned right, a little we... bit more about how to use and where to position Bastion and what to look out for, but um, yeah, I guess don't use Bastion is also a good takeaway from this. <laughs> where are we going? Let's get out of here. You guys want to go to get, the store? Oh my god. I just realized that if if Toxic Roadhog like dies from bullets, does he like explode into green goop? He better. I'm sure he just flails. Like dead body uh, stuff. Uh, mm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> who, who who wins the o- over token? We don't get it. There's no ta- token for this. It's not a main card yeah. competition. It's not a main card competition. Oh, what? That. Well, That's only main I mean, card. You did technically win the. Disgusting. You did technically win the challenge, but I mean, why get, did I even try? You get this key. I, I don't know what I, it goes to, but goes you get to my it. Heart. Put it in your hand. Put it in your hand right now. Yeah. Oh my god, Terrence, this key you gave me goes to a loot box. Whoa! Ter- oh my god, Ter- Terrence is gone. What the heck happened to him? He's gotta go away he for a minute. In- let's let's do the loot box while he's gone, right? Okay. In this loot box, this anniversary loot box, we have Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh, Artificial Ghost Radio is a wonderful podcast on Lunar Light Studio Network featuring... Miles and Mars, they're two very good friends, and they bring in music every week with a specific theme, Mm -hmm. and they talk about what they like, what they don't like. Usually, Miles gets nice and deep, and he has a lot to say, and Mars just is a goofy... A goofy friend. (laughs) A goofy friend, Uh who doesn't think they have anything good to say, but they're wrong. They have a lot of very good things to say, (laughs) and I love and support them. And that show comes out every Saturday on Lunar Light Studio. What is another show that comes out on Lunar Light Studio that isn't Artificial Ghost Radio? I know that's a pretty wide net that I've cast, but I want you to guess Hmm. which one I'm talking about. I think you're thinking about Storyboard. Storyboard! Storyboard is back, everybody! It was gone for a little while, but it's back, and I'm so excited. It is a comedy podcast hosted by three friends of the network who came to... Oh, here, I'm going to read this. They came to crack jokes and watch cartoons, and they've got plenty of both. It's hosted by Gavin, Nick, and Shark. It just says Shark. That's weird. Uh, Laura. New episodes are come out on every other Thursday on Lunar Light Studio and wherever else you may find your podcasts. It's a fantastic show, and I'm really glad that it's back and ready for me to listen to again. Yeah. Well, thank you for giving me that key, Terrence. I never would have been able to open this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I thought I'd lend you a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of lending hands, I think uh, it's time... Is this the episode of Bad Segways? Is this... Is this... <laughs> what is it time for, Ray? Uh, uh... It's time to talk about the video game we're covering. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> get out out. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm just reading Philosophical Trends in the Feminist Movement by Anuradha Gandhi. 
why don't you have a seat and we'll discuss the shortcomings of Western feminism and how we can address these issues. Jo and Johnny, I, I, Johnny, what, what are you what, doing in my house? I, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't have a fireplace. I don't live in like a petite bourgeois like mansion with a fireplace. I have a mouth to lung setup. I was gonna look all cool. I have a smoking jacket. Listen, we 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 have to. This is an audio medium. They can't see all of this. We if you if you want to do a promo, why don't we just do a promo? Fine. Because, you know, it's sexist for me to be doing it alone anyways. Hi. Welcome to Comradical. I'm Haley Rose, and this is my co-host... Johnny Samuvati. This is an educational podcast about socialism and you. We take high-concept ideas and bring them down into more easily digestible humorous bits so that you can maybe get a handle on some of these theories. We go over how having a materialist understanding of the world around you can help make the world a little bit brighter for you and a little bit better for everyone else. We air every other Thursday only on Lunar Light Studio. So tune in. Seize the means. Stay calm, radical. This week's uh, game is Pokemon Snap. Pokemon for the Snap. N64. What's that? I've never heard of that before. It's a game where you hunt down Pokemon. What? That sounds yeah. violent. That does. Yeah, it would be, but you're hunting them down with a camera. Oh, so it's still technically a first-person shooter. Yeah, absolutely. App pulls at them. Oh yeah, also that too. true. <laughs> Pokemon Snap came out. At the end of nine, the nineties, and it's a game I have not played until very recently. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's a single player game where your what's his name? Ben, right? Oh, our Is our character's name? name was Jert. Jert. Yeah. It, yes, it's Jert for our initials plus an E because you need a, a, a vowel. Uh -huh. Basically, you go Welcome around back, on Jert. Uh, rail. Uh, it's a, what, it's a what's rail shooter. Uh, it's a rail shooter essentially, where you go in a cart thing and take pictures of Pokemon. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's a Pokemon safari. Um, you're in this little vehicle that just goes down the track, and you, it's the track is the same every time, so you are able to take pictures of Pokemon doing different stuff, and if you interact with them in specific ways, you can get special poses and. Um, if you do certain things, you can unlock new courses, and uh, this game is two decades old, and I'm yeah. acting like it came out two weeks ago. <laughs> uh -huh. This game is two decades old, and I I want to I I just want to gush about I it. I had such a good time with you all playing and this game. It's all the pictures are to collect points, which mm -hmm. matter. Yes, and um, so. Uh, when you're taking a picture, uh, you're graded on three things. You're graded on the size of the Pokemon in the picture, where the Pokemon is positioned in the picture, and whether or not the Pokemon is posing. Mm -hmm. And you get special uh, points based on random things like evolving the Pokemon and uh, uh, catching the Pokemon, doing an, a doing an action that isn't normal to mm -hmm. its behavior. Which is, okay, it's like, it, it adds a little fun thing, but the puzzle part, because it is sort of like a puzzle, is using mm -hmm. the tools that Professor Oaks give you to get the Pokemon to interact with each other and the environment in different ways, which can lead to them evolving or lead to them, like, Charmanders calling on a herd of Charmanders and you just watching literally nine Charmanders mm -hmm. run around with, like, their heads are cut off. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's very, uh... It's very fun, but for not any of the reasons why people call things fun. 
And I think yeah. that's what I like about it. <laughs> I was and, shocked at how much it held up. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was. Uh, I mean, I guess this is kind of a mini episode of of mock footage, right? You, you hadn't played it before. Did, like, it's was true. it fun as your first experience into this old old game? I'm considering Pokemon Snap as my game of 2019. <laughs> It's really good. It's really fun. I really enjoy the puzzle aspect of it that I didn't... I I came in thinking, I just need to take pictures of Pokemon. And I have to do some stuff to, to, to get better pictures. But it's so much more than that because you need to know... You need to have some level of understanding of what the Pokemon, po- Pokemon are, what their types are, and... Uh, how they interact with the world Mm -hmm. because you you can lead them to do different things which unlocks certain criteria and then suddenly Moltres is flying in the sky and you're screaming obscenities and taking 10 million pictures Mm -hmm. oops I did that (laughs) oh and it's Moltres the firebird Pokemon and the whole time you have Moltres' temperature on its head is equal to two suns (laughs) For some reason, anyway, I love the descriptions <laughs> for Pokemon Pokedex. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> it's just like, um, is that safe? Um, <laughs> I, I guess we should talk about why we chose Pokemon Snap. Oh, I guess yeah, that's something to talk about. <laughs> we picked this old, old nostalgic Pokemon game because a new, new nostalgic Pokemon movie was just recently released. I'm sure you've heard of it, Detective Pikachu. Have featuring Ryan Reynolds. Featuring Ryan Reynolds. We're not going to. We're not going to do the Deck of Friendship bit. Here's the thing. This is actually a big ad for Deck of Friendship, no. which did a bonus episode for for Detective Pikachu. So if you want to hear me and a couple other friends do have fun with that, here's the cliff notes. Out. Ryan Reynolds is naked the whole time, and hey, Raikou, hey, and Raikou is not. Naked. Stop! Stop <laughs> ruining my podcast. Yes. Stop ruining my I podcast. Said, I, I said we're not going to do the deck of friendship bit, and then you did it, so I feel like this is fair recompense. It's really funny. Like, it's a good... I'm. It's my favorite... Deck of Friendship is my favorite podcast, so you should go listen to it. But that's not what this is about. Terrence, you saw the movie too, right? What was your... What, what Pokemon was your favorite to see in the movie? I, I really liked seeing... Uh, uh, Rhydon. It was it was really interesting. I haven't seen the movie, Joe. I think I think that was I think that's fairly clear that I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> we had a huge discussion about how I don't think I'll have time it's to true. see the movie this You're week. You're right. I totally forgot. <laughs> I thought you said something about watching it, but I must have been. Uh, people asked me to see the movie tonight, and I'm like, no, <laughs> over which. So well, yeah. what what was your favorite part? <laughs> Uh, the Ra- Raikou. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving! <laughs> I'm still... Up- this is a crossover. I'm still upset. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was, a, okay. it was an easy one. I had to take it. We're, we're doing Pokemon Snap in honor of the release of Detective Pikachu, which is a pretty fun romp. Uh... But we we also wanted to get back into Pokemon because it's a very fun franchise. It's very dear to all three of us. Mm-hmm. And Pokemon Snap is a game I've never played. It it holds up because I don't have any nostalgia for the game. But the mechanics still work. 
And the excitement you get from figuring out the puzzles and finding new routes is, like, it's stellar. Yeah. And and, and actually, crazy thing is, uh, Jert has one of the first editions of the Sheikah Slate in Pokemon Snap. It's and true. And I think that's pretty cool to talk yeah. about. Yeah, there's this opening cutscene where, um, like, he's he sees Mew and he's trying to get pictures of it. And he, he gets, yeah, he gets like five pictures of its tail, like in the yeah. corner of the frame. And I, I just, I was just like, that's me playing Breath of the Wild because I'm constantly <laughs> trying to get the best picture. This game is so satisfying. Pokemon Snap is so satisfying because there's fun little, uh, fun little puzzles to figure out that reward you. By giving you a Pokemon mm-hmm. or a, a Pokemon interacting in a fun way. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil it too much for this 20 year old video game. But uh, at one point in the river uh-huh. level, or no, is it? No, the desert, oh, sand the mountain valley, level. I, think what it's called. I only played it once. There's a whirlpool, and my initial gamer instinct, which happened a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, was to throw apples and pester what's balls. the other pester one? Balls. Pester balls into it, and 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 I throw like five in, and then Dragonite comes out, and I probably screamed while I took like twenty yeah. pictures of Dragonite. The other cool part about it is like you'll take a ton of pictures, and you're when you're playing, you're like you're like oh that was a good shot, or oh that that probably wasn't too good. But immediately when you end the stage, you get to review all the pictures that you took. And some of them come out a lot better than you expected. There's something just really satisfying about taking photos and then reviewing them and being like, oh, that's a good one. And like, yeah, yeah. The, the game has an objective scoring system, which is pretty fair. Like, there are, there are some bugs with it for sure, but like, it, it kind of holds up. And like, there's also, you know, you can just subjectively be like, I like this picture, so I'm going to save it. Um,. And that's why it is my firm belief that if Pokemon Snap was re-released with the Wii U as a title launch, then the Wii U would have been a more successful gaming console. You don't like the Wii U? No, I love the Wii U. I think it's great, but it was a failure. It did not do well. Um, uh-huh. It didn't do as well as I expected. Yeah. and. I think Zombie it U had... is a cool game, and I'm glad they made it, but I don't think it should have been part of the... Because t- they, they were trying to establish the fact that they had like mature games and were going to appeal to mature audiences. And the Switch does that more, but it's never been part of their ma- marketing campaign. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're successful. I mean, they learned from the Wii U. Yeah, they did. I, I just want them to remake Pokemon Snap. That's all I want. It would It would be dope if they remade Pokemon Snap. Especially because they could make it just an unbelievably large game. Like, yeah. They really could. They can make it enormous. Yeah. So, so many new Pokemon. They can make it look gorgeous. They could, like, you know. 802 Pokemon, not it... including Alolan and Mega. Imagine this. Keep it as a rail shooter. Like. Yeah, I don't totally care. Totally fine with that, too. Yeah. Here's the thing. Imagine doing a puzzle that involves Eevee. And your outcome is a picture of all the Eevee losers. Yeah, yeah. You have to do yeah. a different thing that. on the stage on like seven or eight different playthroughs to get it to evolve in different ways. That would be so dope. Yeah, I would love that. That would be so much fun. Now, I came into this game without any bit of nostalgia for it, so I want to know if that holds up for you too. It seems like a yes, but what specifically? <laughs> 
carries over for I you. don't remember playing this game like a whole lot, but like everything clicked for me immediately. The uh, light spoilers here. Th- there is something so satisfying every time about unlocking the cave or whatever it is when you blow yeah, yeah, up the yeah. electrode and you get yeah. that action shot of it blowing up three times and the rocks st- st- like fall down. And then also when Ray was like, um, like the first time you were going to go off to a level, I'm like, Ray, it's really important that you listen when you press the A button right now because the character says, yes, every single time. And like that just stuck with me in some and part of it. scurries off too. Yeah. It's like, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the, as the zero one vehicle flies to the stage. So Very creative cool. naming, by the way, zero one. Yeah. Because you know, zero, zero and one. Well, to be wow. fair, uh, Wrecking Ball's vehicle is called the Zero Eight Ball, so. Well, you know, it looks like an eight ball. What, what <laughs> did you think of your return visit to Pokemon Snap? It was. So I played a lot of it with my twin brother. I it. I, I didn't realize how much of it I played until I got into it, and I actually started remembering how the last level looks mm-hmm. before we got into that, which I won't get into. That is definitely like Rainbow Roadisk, but. Yeah. Um, <gasps> Yeah, but, um, I was really excited for Ray to get there, but we didn't quite have yeah. enough time. We'll get there. But, um, We're playing it again. Okay, good. It uh, it definitely stood up. It, it it was everything. I think the most great, the best part of it for me was just seeing uh, the 150 original Pokemon. I love so much, so many of them actually. Mm-hmm. I know I yeah. as a as a Pokemon snob, I always like get a little like off putted by people being like, "Oh, I like Pokemon, but I only like the original 150 because I'm like, dude, like." Like, it's Pokemon. Yeah, it's Pokemon. They're gonna have more. If they only had one fifty, they wouldn't make money anymore. Mm-hmm. But um I I can't believe how many of those Pokemon I actually really, really enjoy. I love Electrode, mm-hmm. you know. Seeing Electabuzz is awesome. I love Dragonite, I love Poliwag, you know, I love Slowbro. Like all these Pokemon that I get to see again, I'm just like, Oh, I do really like that Pokemon. Scyther in the grass and mm-hmm. it's like Scyther! Oh my and goodness. Like, breathes a little bit. It's like, yes. Lapras and the in the the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. Lapras Who in the is shadow. she? Lapras. So awesome. finding the Lapras is like a very, very, especially visceral part of my memory. Like yeah, throwing and I'll lightly spoil this for you. Right, throwing a ton of uh, <laughs> pest. No, I'm not okay. listening. Throwing a ton Say of it. pester balls into the ocean, like into the bay, and getting them to come up real close. Are you getting like yeah. two or three at the same time? Yeah. So cool. I think it. It's amazing that for this game that I haven't played and I'm very much excited to play where there's not much story. Mm -hmm. You're talking about events and puzzles that you're solving and I don't want to hear the answers to them because I want to figure it out on my own. And I'm excited to do that. It's kind of like The Witness, which is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. (laughs) It is in that the... Like, one of the most important things that you get in the witness is knowledge, and once you have it, like, you you have that progression forever. You can start from scratch. And granted, yeah. when you start Pokemon Snap Over, you do have to start from scratch and, like, take new pictures, but, like, once you know how to get in the cave, you never forget. And as soon as yeah, you yeah. have the opportunity to do it, you do it. Like, And once you, you know, get a little bit more understanding about how the tools that you have work, yeah, yeah. then you're able to apply them to old scenarios that you were like, ah, oh, I yeah. really didn't understand how this You know out. how to make the Magmars fight, you know how to make the, the Zapdos appear, and it, like... After you solve that puzzle once, you do it on your first run, and you're like, I'm so excited to, to see fi- this. I still have to go back and activate Zapdos yeah. is the thing. Activate, activate Zapdos. Zapdos, please. Um, 
I do have a couple gripes. Oh no! With this game, um, controls are inverted. Oh, they are. And I, I, I got used to it. It's fine. It just threw me for a loop when Old we first games, started. They don't care about how you feel about it. Nintendo, true. The fact that any Nintendo game these days has an options menu is just like a godsend. Even if it's just oh, like yeah, stereo sure. or mono. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, like for real though. For real though. Um. And I, I guess my biggest complaints are just housekeeping issues, so <laughs> I guess that's good. Um, my other one is that when Professor Oak is explaining something to you, uh, you can say... And he asks specifically, do you want me to explain that again? And your choices are press A to say yes, or B, no thank you, I got it. And if you are rushing through, With you will button. press... With the A button, you will say, hey, tell me that again. <laughs> and I caught it on the first time. You did. But if I was young... Yeah, I want you to contextualize that to other games that came out in 99, because a lot of times you'll run into the situation where, like, they'll ask the question, and then your options on the screen will be yes or no, but you don't know what what question you're yeah. answering. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh... Answer was on the last panel, and then it's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes, yeah. Um, but do I have any other major complaints? I don't think so. Like, it it holds up pretty well. I I enjoyed it. Do you know what I thought of this game? It snapped. Wonderful. That was Professor Oak. That was Professor Thank Oak. you, Professor Oak, for stopping by, dude. I thought you were over there. I thought he was. I was waiting for him to say something. Welcome but, you back, know, man. Man of uh, many no, of, of of little words. Welcome you back, Professor Oak. Well Thank done. you so Welcome much. Thank he he you. likes Overwatch, and that's all I care about. Hey, hey, Professor Oak, who's your favorite Overwatch character? He needs a moment to think, you guys. Don't don't rush him. He's old. He needs two moments to think. Like, really don't rush him. I, I will cut the silence. I'm trying to think of the one that's the most Pokemon-like. Wrecking Ball? The Pokeball? We've talked about Wrecking Ball a lot this episode. We, yeah, Wrecking Ball. <laughs> Thank you, Professor. Thank you. All it's right, we'll get you. Shape like a Pokeball. It does. Ah, uh, yeah. It's more likely All to right. work the heavier the Pokemon is. I do. Okay. It's more I... likely to work on construction type Pokemon such as Girder and Timber. I want to flex real quick and throw. Throw is that a construction Pokemon? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so not... sure about that. <laughs> well done. Um, I want to flex real quick because Professor Oak in some certain uh, seasons of the anime and Weevil Underwood are voiced by the same person, and both of them made an appearance in this episode. That's true. Oh, that <laughs> That's cool. very true. Um, I okay, so. I do have a question before we wrap up. Oh, yeah. And this is not the question. Oh, shit. I, I, always I, do I, I was going to say, I totally forgot about that question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's a resounding yes is the thing, but we're still going to ask it out of courtesy. Hit me, Ray. What was your favorite Pokemon that I took a picture of or puzzle solved? Because mm. I played the game and Joe and Terrence watched me, For if, if we haven't explained that yet. <laughs> Welcome. I'm going to answer with Haunter, because I believe that it's really easy to be like, oh, I can't take a picture of that right now, yeah. and like, leave it alone, mm -hmm. and right out the gate, you took a picture. You took a picture of it, and then you got it, and it was like a good picture. And it was a perfect picture, yeah. though. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the game is about taking pictures, I, so I oh, went with it. My favorite was that you finally figured out how to evolve Charmeleon into Charizard, oh, and then you yeah. missed the uh, shot before the stage ended. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. so upset. I was like, oh my god, if they if that ain't an eight-year-old mood, who? <laughs> uh, at the uh, honorable mention, though, that Moltres was so fabulous. Yeah. It was like totally arched back. He got right under it. It looked like it looked like God Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I want to figure out a way to upload these pictures somehow. We gotta figure to, it out. To, Some of them were Twitter pretty, or something. Pretty fantastic. Oh, the picture so, for the Metapod, Metapod that was incredibly zoomed in. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's like sadness.jpg. Sure. Like yeah. yeah, for sure. Hey, um. So maybe tonight after I work out, I'll try and figure out if I can get these files somehow. Cool. My favorite picture that I took. It was so simple. Uh, it was the. I think it was the first time I got the apple or something, uh, and I was throwing it at some Bulbasaurs in that were in vertical tree stumps, and then I saw one that was laying on its side, and I just threw one next to it because I knew something was gonna pop out. Mm-hmm. And Bulbasaur just came out and started eating an apple and was very happy. And yeah. I literally started crying. But Bulbasaur is definitely top ten cutest Pokemon. Yeah. And it it's it like Pokemon Snap reminded me hardcore. Oh yeah, Bulbasaur is a really cute Pokemon. That's why they had to make him so gross when he's Venusaur. But yeah. um Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so uh <laughs> been a while since I asked the good question, uh, is it worth? your overwatch time you know what uh when we were playing this game together i felt like i was being healed in a way that i didn't know i was wounded or sick Uh, i felt just so good it was so pure and nice this game is definitely worth your overwatch time absolutely well right i'm sorry i'm a little speechless that was very powerful um this game is very fun very exciting. It holds up to the test of time, and I think it's worth your Overwatch time. Go, go, go! Gather some friends, just like on a rainy afternoon, and just play this game with them for a little bit, and 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 take pics of some cool Pokemon. Yeah. Uh. Terrence. So, um, I like the game a lot. I think it's worth your Overwatch time. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because it has not only been a really huge part of my childhood, almost as much as Diddy Kong Racing, Pokemon Snap definitely meant a lot because it was one of the very, very few games that me and my twin brother didn't use as a competing mechanism. Yeah. And we definitely spent just a stupid amount of time on it. It's like... like, And it's not... And it's a very short game, too. So it's like... What were you saying? I, I'm sorry. I was going to say it's a single player game, but like I, I always, I have the most memories of playing it like with my sisters or with my cousins or with you guys. Like it, it, it just doesn't, it's not a game that you like, I mean, you definitely can play it on your own and I have, and I've had a good time, but it just seems like, it doesn't seem like it's designed to be played with other people, but that just seems to be always what happens. And I think that's, the best way to do it if you can manage it is to you know if you, if you are really lucky you can like pass the controller back and forth but um even just like watching someone else play and and like being like oh take a picture of that thing like you know yada yada it's it's a good time i will say this though although i do feel like it's worth your overwatch time 
I wouldn't know how to recommend it to someone in the same way that I wouldn't know how to recommend Animal Crossing to someone. I don't know what to say mm. to get you to play it. That's fair. So, I say the best way like, to recommend it to somebody is have them listen to this episode of Overwatch because yeah. we gotta sing. Or you could just play it with them. So yeah. play it with them. Was was it absolutely torture for you two to not tell me how to solve a puzzle? No, no. you you were pretty honest. Yeah, I I don't need to. I don't get satisfaction from spoilers or giving spoilers in any sense. So. Okay. I was totally there for the ride. And, I mean, okay. yeah, I wanted to tell you, but that's what made it so exciting to me. Mm-hmm. It's being like, it's right there. I yeah. know you got this. Yeah. What other games should we play? Oh, uh, Wizard 101. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. What uh, other games yeah. should we play? <laughs> next, next, we, next episode, we're going to be playing Dream Daddy. Happy Daddy's Day. Happy Daddy. <gasps> Daddy... Terrence, what's our challenge next time? Our challenge from the great and powerful genie challenge roulette is a team challenge. And it is, a, we already did this, but as the as the uh, roulette goes, where you have to use healers and my mic was muted the whole time <laughs> is what I landed on. I'm about to shine. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Get ready to get healed. But some of our strongest moments has been on teams of six healers, so... Let's get let's into it. Let's get into let's do it. do it to it. Gotta play a healer. Oh, I'm... Cannot communicate with each other once the game starts. And we got three games, and we'll just see how it goes. Yep. Oh, I'm let's so excited. Alrighty. <laughs> let's do this. Well, we're not completely married to the challenge roulette, just so y'all know. You still are absolutely able to send us in challenge ideas, and if it's something that we think would be uh, interesting to talk about and an interesting way to play the game that you wouldn't necessarily do automatically, that's kind of what we're looking for, let us know. Mm-hmm. You can tweet at us at OverwitchCast, or you can send a email to overwitchpodcast at gmail.com. And another really great way to get in touch with us to make sure that we're seeing what you tell us is by writing reviews on iTunes. Um, Speaking of which, we have at least one new review right now. I'm going to double check and make sure that there's not more than one. Uh, While Joe's doing that, I do want to say quickly, I don't think we ever say this, but follow the Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) To get updates. Yeah. Follow follow the Twitter. I don't know if that's like an obvious thing. Yeah, but follow follow over Witchcast. Do that, and then and then also leave a rating. Like, uh, for instance, the one in Molly did left a five star rating called Sonic the Hedgehog, and we are going back backwards a little bit, fellas. It says this would be the perfect podcast if only they'd cover Sonic T Hedgehog. Rating five stars, hoping they do, which. I, we're well on track. I mean, I believe that's that's nine now. That's nine new reviews, eight of which are Sonic reviews. So, um, we're almost halfway there. If you already left a review, tell your friend to steal your mom's phone. Do it on hers. She'll be like, "Why like, am I back? Like, give your mom's phone back, or don't." After you left the review, yeah, like, yeah. Don't sorry, give your mom's don't phone like, back. don't okay, like. Give your mom's phone back. She needs it to call you and make sure that you're eating and. Mm-hmm drinking water Mm -hmm. and if you don't have a mom i'll be your mom yeah and you can steal my phone and leave a review for overwitch on it i'm just not gonna do it myself because that's tacky (laughs) and i get it i want to say this i get it it can be stressful 
it, it can be anxious to write a five-star review for the podcast you like so much you want to find the right words. I get it. I mean, I I struggle with this myself, but you got to, I mean, when you're able to, just power through. We will appreciate it so much, and you'll feel better because you'll have gotten this thing taken care of. I know you're waiting for the right time to do it. Just do it. I know that's the only reason you haven't done it yet is because you're just waiting to, to feel right Hey, <laughs> Hey, speaking of anxiety go uh check out any of the other amazing shows on the lunar light studio (laughs) because they will heal your anxiety no everybody's a big anxiety ball right now and it it really behoove all the podcasts to to get some listens some reviews some and you'll get a good ha-has out of it. interact with us we love to see it i mean we have conversations all the time in the fan discord too and on on twitter uh so yeah follow follow the shows you like and all the other ones too and <laughs> and if you like us so much and want to give us money, you can go. Uh, what's the Skip word? Skip the Patreon this time. It's been a long All episode. Right. No, pa- no money this week. Yeah. Only love. <laughs> if you like the show a lot, tell your friends about it too, and make them leave a review. Tell tell your friend, hey, I know you've never played Pokemon Snap, so we're gonna play Pokemon Snap together. And then they're going to be like, this is great. Why did you do this? And then you're going to be like, well, because of this cool podcast. Um, and now you're going to go and sign up, uh, subscribe to it right now and leave a five-star review right now. Thank you. <laughs> you think we uh, think we got that nail in the hole? <laughs> I mean, we'll read it. Like if you if you definitely want us to see what you have to say, leave a five star review and we'll definitely see it. Okay, you're getting this is getting intense. No, we need to. We need this. I need this. Listen. <laughs> okay, Joe. I think it's time to go. I'm getting really warm in here. We've been recording for a while, buds. You look red. I'm red. You do look red. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This has been Overwitch. I want to hug you. Until next time, stay gamer! Lunar Light Studio. Pretty? Witty and gay.